Welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangover, episode 21, where amongst other things we talk about the virtues of Argos in Norwich, the official debut of Stat Attack, the return of footballing heroes and villains, Maradona's dubious habits, and we debut the world premiere of the Boxer Rebellion's latest jingle. Let's go. Everyone, uh, welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangover, episode 21. We're 21 today, Keys Yay. to the City of FPL. Yes. Um, and I'm joined by regular correspondents. Will, how are you, Will? I'm very good, thanks, Rich. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. And Rob, how are you, Rob? Yeah, I'm great. Good to be back. I missed you last week. I enjoyed listening, though. I've thoroughly enjoyed Piers. I mean, they're both great, but Piers was a good man yeah so last week we had the Boxer Rebellion boys on so Adam and Piers from yeah. Boxer Rebellion which yeah. was excellent Piers is yeah. a man after my own heart when he mentioned that bit about saving your players or your captain for the last game uh, fixture of the game week I, was like, I do that so often yeah I was like, I like, and, and Amber my third favourite name for a female child in the world there you go. I have two, you I have, I have two female children. And uh, later in the podcast, we'll reveal numbers one and two. <laughs> so stay tuned, yeah. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> but they were great, weren't they? Um, yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, really good fun. So thank you again to Piers and Adam for, for coming on the show. And, 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 yeah. and if you haven't listened, give it a listen. It was a great insight into being in a band and being into football. Yeah, Piers' story about when Zlatan Ibrahimovic <laughs> was uh, in his side and he was in his so mini good. league and he checked on stage... Um, yeah. how he was doing and texted his mates it's just brilliant mid, it's brilliant mid, mid performance yeah. and it's, it's great isn't it because you can all relate to it in the kind of mundanity of the 9 to 5 you know when something yeah. important's going on you're like I've, I've got to keep I've got to keep my, my yeah. ear in I have to meet the deadline you're cooking dinner yeah yeah. playing drums in front of thousands of people yeah it's pretty good so how were your weekends chaps how'd you get on in the FPL it's close between the three of us I noticed yeah we all got in the 60s didn't yeah we, we did yes. I took an 8 point hit did you? Because ah, I did a classic, I made my transfers too soon, yeah. and then Kane got injured, and oh, so I had yeah, to like had switch some people out. But it totally worked for me, it was absolutely fine. Um, You're a man of taking a lot of hits at the moment. This season right? I am, massively. Yeah. yeah. Which goes against all my normal principles of not taking hits, but... Makes it more fun. I, it does yeah. make it more fun, <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. And also, because I'm not doing brilliantly, I'm, you know, millionth in the world, so I'm not doing amazingly. So right. I'm kind of just like, whatever. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, just play around a bit. And I, since I took that 12-point hit a couple of months ago, things have been good. Yeah. Since so the 8-point hit, I did well. So I'm all right with it. I think the taking point hits, I'll save my wild card until later <laughs> in the season and, you know, come it's up from behind. Until May the 15th, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I did the classic. Um, mini wildcard three transfers I got Dignay in at Everton who scored yeah. the own goal which yeah. I imagine a lot of people yeah, did annoying. Um, and then Lamala is that how you say it or Lamala how do you say it Lamala Tottenham Eric Lamella. Oh, yeah. Lamella yeah got him in I just had a hunch he was going to do something good he didn't and you know what I can't even remember my third transfer that's how good it was it must have been a good <laughs> one so I was, I was satisfied with it oh it was Harry Kane out and Bobby Firmino in okay. so he, did, he scored have you got Rashford already no I had a, a Rashford um, rebellion nice because I just thought the wheels were going to come off at some point or he might get rested he's very young so <laughs> and yeah I just wanted a bit of a different my team's just I'm just a bit of a sheep at the moment so I wanted something different so I went for Firmino 
Whilst we're on this, because I think this is a good time, I'm going to come in straight with a bit of a stat attack. Excellent. Got a whole load of stats here. Because uh, I was checking, I can't remember where this came from, and apologies if uh, I've completely ripped this off someone else online, but um, I was checking the sort of top 10 and top 1,000 teams and who has ownership of who. And uh, Rashford is in all 10 of the top 10 managers' teams. Is he? Wow. Along with Mo Salah. Yeah. And wan they are in every single member of the top 10 teams. Mo Salah is in 94% of the top 1,000 teams. Is he really? Well, that's not that big a surprise. Rashford actually. in 87% of the top 1,000 teams. And the irony is, we tipped him in mid-December. I tipped him. Yeah, that was you. 6.9 million, and I still haven't signed him. Maybe you're responsible for this. 6.9 million, what is he now? Yeah. 7.6 or 6. Wow. I am an idiot, that's confirmed. I noticed you had uh, Callum Wilson on the bench yeah, as well. Yeah, fixture proof is on the bench. Fixed, 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 hamstring fixture injury. proof. All hamstring injuries last three weeks minimum. That ruined that theory. Yeah, damn. He I, I transferred him out. He got, I, he got nine points, I think. Yeah, but he did come off early, didn't he, I think? Did I he? I don't think he played the full game. Can't remember. That could be completely wrong. Yeah, good old fixture one proof. Of, one yeah, of, that'll one become of his nickname around the world. So. It has to. Yeah. He is fixture proof. Yeah. Although I've sold him. Which and you're still you're still you flying, aren't you, Rich? You're still flying the fancy football hangover flag in still, terms of scoring well, top still of the doing good. Yeah. top one hundred thousand at least, aren't you? Something like that, yeah. Salah, I mean, Captain Salah again. Let's sort of tend to every week, and that just plays back big at the moment. I honestly can't look past him at the moment. No, what, he's, why would you? He's the one. I, I had to because he was playing against Palace, who I support, and that's a rule. What, so you won't play. You can't bet against your own all team. these rules we're finding oh, out. Piers, is, yeah. Piers has his no West Ham rule. You have your no, no Arsenal Tottenham. rule. No Tottenham. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it might serve me better actually yeah. at the moment, to be honest. <laughs> a no Arsenal rule. I no think Arsenal I've, defenders. I've had that for the last couple of seasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I blame you. Right, so we should probably have a look forward to next week and, and delve into 6 in 60. Yeah, and it's yeah. weird because it's like we've got FA Cup stuff, so... Yeah, it's looking further forward, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so excuse any injuries. Okay, first from me, Eric Lamella, Tottenham. He's 6.1 million. He's owned by only 0.7%. And next few fixtures are Watford, Newcastle and Leicester. And next one is Man United's Lindelof playing at centre-back. 4.8 million, 2.6% owned. And they've got Burnley, Leicester and Fulham. A couple of bargain options for January there. Nice one, Rob. I've got Sane, who is playing against Newcastle in this week. Uh, he's just a consistent in the Man City side at the moment. He's a reasonable price still. And he's... Boring. So, yeah, go for him. And then on the completely opposite end of the spectrum, I've got Bednarek off of Southampton. So they're playing Palace. He's 3.9 million. He's not going to get you loads of points, but he's super cheap and will start getting clean sheets. Nice, right. I've got Ainsley Maitland-Niles. We'll hopefully fill in for Bellerin at right back. Good fixtures. Cardiff, Man United, Huddersfield, Southampton. And Diogo Jota of Wolves. he got a hat-trick uh, last weekend. He's got West Ham, Everton, Newcastle and Bournemouth. Woo! 
slightly yes. over. Yeah, I took you. I took you a bit you over there. This last. is a pattern, isn't it? You got to do the fast talking one week. Yeah, yeah Adam did this uh, last week, didn't he? Yeah, he rambled, oh, yeah, rambled he on about an interview. I based my transfer he, on an interview. He did give a lovely interview. He gave a lovely interview. Therefore, he will score goals. I uh, felt like I didn't take that long on that that, that chat, but yeah, yeah, we were watching the clock. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yes. Yeah I, yeah, I thought budget January. I, you know, gut feeling. Uh, Lemela, la lama, la lama. Can't say <laughs> it. Really struggling. <laughs> <with Lemela. laughs> the lama. Now, Lily Ali's out as well. Yeah. I hope he'll be pushed further forward. And but if they score any goals, they're so threadbare, aren't they? Yeah. This is, um, they're getting linked with like every striker that's ever played yeah, in the Premier Carroll. League. Ed and Jacko was the latest rumour really? today. That was yeah. Chelsea this time last year, wasn't it? Do you remember? Yeah, they well, were going to get were. they were going to get Peter yeah. Crouch in, weren't they? they were gonna I get mean, Crouch, Andy honestly, Carroll, Spurs, maybe Peter Crouch back. It's not not the worst shout. Get Robbie Keane back. Yeah. Jermaine Defoe Jermaine Defoe's gone up north now hasn't he he's gone to Scotland on loan at Rangers he's gone to Rangers oh Rangers yeah Yeah. Yeah. funny old funny old game isn't it chaps the January stuff some of it you just think turned out for headlines and news stories right yeah keep keep it all it has been like a really uninspiring transfer window so far hasn't it it's just just loans yeah there's nothing no no one's signing players I mean I guess if Chelsea do get Higuain he'll be a consideration for FPL but otherwise yeah. there's no one who's come in you think oh got to go for them they're going to really shake it up there's normally one or two every year mm. aren't there Higuain and Hazard could play really well together I have no basis of knowledge for that in Although, terms of how they ever played together I don't know but Hazard at the moment I mean he needs someone he's, he's, he needs someone yeah but he's with. such a big investment there in FPL at the moment and he's just not scoring is he Maybe. I just constantly see people on Twitter say this is the week for Hazard this yeah. is the week it's like you've been saying that every week yeah. like just ditch him since before Christmas like, honestly yeah. it's not it's worth it it's 11 million yeah. isn't it? something like that it's, it's a big amount of money it's hard when you've got a big player like that though, and they've got easy fixtures because mm. you always think one more week one more yeah, week yeah one more week because they'll get the 15 you know the double figure score and I won't have them like heroin or something one more hit <laughs> yeah, just just keep me going. But speaking speaking of Chelsea, um, did you guys see um, Sarri's interview after the Arsenal game? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I did. I, I was you know a little bit wheezy after a few glasses of wine. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I did surprised I was still awake. I heard it on Match of the Day because they used a different translator. Oh, in fact, they used a translator English, yeah. because he didn't want to speak in English That's in it. case he was misinterpreted. Yeah, but I couldn't listen to anything he said because I was just so focused on the translator and his funny <laughs> voice, and it just sounded really weird. And actually, weird. I I think that you remember when Ranieri first took over at Chelsea. Yeah, and his English was quite sporadic. Yeah, I think it's the same translator. Yeah, he, he's slightly oh, northern. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, it was a bit. But there was something about that translator at the time. I seem to remember where he. There were question marks whether he was translating what Ranieri was actually that saying was or creating his own mm. kind of commentary. That was it, and it's the same guy because he's quite inconspicuous, like a big guy, glasses, it, like thick set. Is it the sign language guy that Mugabe had? Is that his, <laughs> is that his new job? <laughs> Just making stuff up. <laughs> this is where he is Keep now. himself amused. No one knows. It's fine. But it was funny, Sari's rant, wasn't it? Saying, um, I'm torn talking to because I need to be understood and the players lack determination. They're incredibly hard to motivate. Yeah. It's a yeah. real, like, dressing down. Yeah. Far, far cry from... Him, right? Come on, there, come on, darling. Up I, you get. I think I read out. something um, 
pre-Christmas about Sarri and his teams often go off the boil halfway through, or he struggles to keep teams motivated. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember seeing that on a few fan sites and online, yeah. And well, at the moment, it's kind of coming true, hopefully not. I've got a bit of a theory it. about why it's all gone wrong for him. So, you know, I think that he dresses like he's on a Sunday taking the bins out. Yeah. Well, after Christmas, the whole bin schedule goes completely out the window, doesn't it? <laughs> Good call. Yeah. You know, there's so much holiday, there's so much waste. I'm having yeah, it at the no moment. No one knows what day of the week it is. Exactly. And I honestly think he's been, uh, you know, it's all stopped yeah. back, it's all stockpiled, and he's having problems with it. And I think he's really focused on that. He's been calling the council. He's worried. I think you're on summit because yeah. I've still got a Christmas tree in my front garden. Yeah. Have you? I missed the deadline. I'm having this. May not be for the podcast, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> but I've been having terrible problems with my front garden. I don't know. 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 So this week, Sarri, I haven't got a clue, is about uh, the fastest players to reach 50 goals. So Mohamed Salah hit 50 goals, and his goal to minutes ratio was 5,373. So he scored 50 goals in... 5,373 okay. minutes of right. football. Right. Okay. Um, so a terrible this, yeah. goal, wasn't it? It's 50. Yeah, yeah, scrappy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a toe over the line. Yeah, but he's got quite a lot of that, actually. Good ones. Yeah. So that places him number two on the all-time list for Premier League goal scorers in okay. terms of goals to minutes. Um, have a think about it. Can you name number one? Two fifty goals, you mean? Two fifty goals, right. yeah. Uh, name number one and yeah. then the top five. I, I saw a similar stat around this, but it was in terms uh, of games. That was on the uh-huh. day, wasn't it? Yeah. And games was Andy Cole. He was the quickest. I think he got to 50 and 65 games or something like that. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Alan Shearer was number two, wasn't he? Was yeah. So that. I wonder if it's one well, of I them. I think Morris Salah was low, like sixth or something in that, wasn't he? Yeah. He, yeah. But he took his time, didn't he? But uh, let's get to it. Relaxing. Um, okay. So, so we got to come up with the other four, basically. Number one and then, and then three, yeah, three four, five. Salah, okay. So, yeah, have a ponder. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would put, you know, I'd put Shearer and Cole up there. Mm-hmm. But then I wonder if, like, Van Nistelrooy would be in there. Or a super know. sub, but then super subs don't really get 50 goals, do they? No. Yeah, it's not a bad shout, though. Yeah. I don't like, know if Solskjaer scored. stat, wasn't there, about England, how his, his goals per minute ratio was insane. Right. But then, yeah. Okay, mm. good old Crouchy. We'll yeah, come back think, to that at the end. We'll, okay. we'll revisit it. It's a good one. Um, so we should probably move into our best of worst of for this week. So this is where we talk about the best or worst of a topic. And what's what have you picked for us this week, Rich? So this is in honour of Ryan Babel, uh, the return of Babel, straight out of Babel, coming back to the Premier League from the wilderness. We all thought he was uh, retired, deceased, or propping up a retirement <laughs> home somewhere <laughs> in the Dutch countryside. But apparently he still plays football and he's still only 32. Unbelievable. Yeah, so he played 50 minutes for Fulham this weekend. Um, and he was last at Liverpool, right? He was last Premier Liverpool. League. His last Premier yeah. League appearance for Liverpool was at home to Aston Villa on the sixth of December in two thousand and ten. Okay. So it's been two thousand nine hundred and sixty-seven days <laughs> since he played in the Premier League, and actually, to his credit, he he looked pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, 
in terms of we had a best of worst of haircuts back in the day, he's yeah, got a is. good haircut at the moment. Yeah. Red, bright red hair. And a few people made a comment of, well, it's great. He'd be picked out, picked out by wingers. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You're crosses, not going to miss him. Not yeah. miss him with that yeah. hair. And he was like, yeah, that's the reason. Yeah. So, yeah, fair enough. Oh, how old is he? I think he's 32, yeah. He's 32. Yeah. Unbelievable. But he, um, yeah. I mean, he was unlucky not to older. score. Well, we, I think we all I did. Yeah, I, a friend of the show is a Fulham fan and he was poo-pooing it, but I, I think that's a half-decent signing. They're probably paying silly money per week <clears throat> for his salary. but Possibly, but it's my salary, thing, isn't it? Like the, yeah. the, the expected thing to do is to really strengthen the defence, but actually bringing in someone who re-energises the attack yeah. is good for the fans, isn't it? He created lots yeah. the weekend so did you sorry just quickly do you remember um, he tweeted something that got him a £10,000 fine from the FA or FIFA did he no, back when he, was at, when he was at Liverpool sorry yeah eight no, years I ago because it went round when he was signed it was almost like eight years ago eight years to the day that he got signed and he tweeted something uh, they lost Liverpool lost 1-0 to Man United mm-hmm. and he tweeted a photo of Howard Webb, who was a referee that day, he must have given a controversial goal or, or given an offside when Liverpool scored in a Man United shirt and his ref's oh, kit. Really? Yeah, yeah. And he got, got £10,000 £10, fine. That's good. Oh, good on him. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we can look forward to more of that. You don't get much of that anymore, do you? Not at no. all. No. You see James Milner got sent off by his uh, former, <laughs> I saw former that. gym teacher, wasn't it? <laughs> that was great, wasn't, wasn't it? He, was he the second person to send him off? Was he? Have I made that up? Zaha was... The, the player he's been sent off for twice for fouling he's been sent oh, off really? twice for Liverpool and both sending offs have been for fouls against Zaha oh really and I'm pretty sure the ref sent him off before oh has he yeah I think that's the kind of maybe, well when he was 12 maybe yeah, yeah. yeah that was the story PA. wasn't it it's yeah, his, yeah, his old PE teacher, teacher. So, yeah that's a great story that's yeah so still really punishing you James yeah, yeah. <laughs> fantastic um, so what my first thoughts were on this subject were, were so best yes best yeah. football returns so, so my, return to that the one that um, always screams out for me as an Arsenal fan was the return of the king of Thierry Henry yes mm. um, and his second spell at Arsenal on the New York Red Bulls yeah how many games did he play it wasn't many it was he came wasn't it this time of year yeah, in, it in was January. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I was there actually, really? and, and where I sit, I sit right down in row six in, by the corner flag. So I was probably ten meters from him. Yeah, he, and basically it was a really staid, uh, goalless draw with leads, like turgid game, yeah. and absolutely Baltic. So cold, you know. Even when you're three socks and your long johns and the hat, right. they're not they're not doing the job, and there's nothing to excite you. He came on, the crowd was like really, really up. And then he picked up the ball from Alex Song, I think it was at the right. time, um, in that like classic Henri position just outside the area on the left-hand side and curled into the far corner. Yeah, yeah. I think he's scoring. He'd only been on the pitch 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, and, one and it was the winner. It, it yeah. was the winner. Took us through to the fourth round. It was just... And I, I mean, I've seen some great games at the Emirates over the years, uh, but that that moment in the crowd was just bet, yeah. unbelievable. It was because like the real return of a hero. When he was interviewed afterwards, he said, you know, having had that distance, obviously having been to Barcelona and then to New York Red Bulls, like he came back as a fan. Yeah. You know, rather than a play, he'd had that distance mm. and like celebrated like a fan. Like He came right over to that corner. He was 
inches away by the end. And yeah. it's kind of... I'm always slightly cynical of those kind of returns as well. And I think... Well, I they can go so wrong. At the time, he's a little bit out of shape. Not unfit, but he didn't look as sharp, did he? Mm-hmm. He's a bit older, not playing at the same level. Yeah. Was, yeah For him I, to score and score the winner, that's he, perfect. He it? must have been at least 37 yeah. at that point. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit less. But yeah, no, he did a job. You know, we were we had a lot of injuries and, and he filled in and filled some gaps and it was... Yeah, a really quite a special moment. Right. A lot of injuries, you'd say. It doesn't sound like Arsenal. I know, I know. It's a rarity, isn't it? Um, Did you guys have any best ofs that you thought? Yeah, I mean, I've got got quite a few, but I mean, none that that are personal to me. Martin O'Neill has obviously just returned to Forest as manager, and um, that didn't start on the best of terms. We we lost at the weekend, but... um, You'll hate this, Rich, but uh, Cesc Fabregas... Uh, a return yeah. to the UK, a return to English football. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at Arsenal, he had won, you know, the hearts of all Arsenal fans and other fans because he was a beautiful, beautiful man and a beautiful player. So interesting story on that point quickly. The first game I ever took uh, my wife to was at Highbury when Arsenal played Rotherham in the FA Cup third round. It was the debut of a certain 16-year-old Francesc Fabregas. Yeah. And uh, I think there was a yeah. I think there was a huddle round. I can't remember why, but maybe it was a minute silence. Maybe it was something like that. And there was like round the centre circle. Yeah. I remember her pointing to him, saying, "Oh, he's really fit. He's got a really nice bottom." Like <laughs> sixteen. Perfect. Sixteen when he had that horrible kind of like yeah, mullety, mullety yeah. dyed jobby of a haircut. That's anyway, it. sorry, Will. Do, well, no. So, so at Arsenal, he won one FA Cup and one Community Shield. In 2004, I think, in 2005, maybe. And then obviously left, went on to great things at Barcelona, eventually returned to the UK, to to the EPL, as they call it, (laughs) uh, at Chelsea, where he won two Premier League titles, one FA Cup and one League Cup. And he's, you know... But did it mean as much (laughs) as the Community (laughs) Shield? I I knew you would hate that. But as returns to to the EPL, returns to English football, go... Pretty good, yeah. Pretty and, good return. And he he had one. I think he won the World Cup with Spain when it was Barcelona as well. Mm. Um, I don't think he really fitted in at Barcelona, did he? Because they didn't really take to him the fans, and he no. was sort of played as that false nine. And so it was kind of a it was a bit of a leap of faith to come back to mm. the Premier League, and you know, yeah, it's and testament you, to what a great player he. And was, Arsenal actually. had first refusal on him, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, turned it down. Yeah, and awesome. if you're neutral, he's the sort of player you love watching as well. Yeah, fantastic player yeah, to watch. Good fantastic. Player. A, a similar player that I used to love watching was Joe Cole, oh, yeah. who yeah. had a not necessarily such a great return to English football. Where I think on his debut he got sent off for the when he came back for oh, Liverpool, Liverpool he got sent off. Crikey, because he'd spent a bit of time in France, was it? Mm, um, no, I feel like he went. Yeah, he definitely did spend some time in France. Maybe that he? was later. Maybe yeah, that was after no, Liverpool. I think that was after. I think he didn't. He go to Italy. Joe Cole always strikes me as kind of he who shall not be made mentions that he ruined one of English football's potentially yeah, yeah. most gifted players by making a jogging a jobbing tracking back winger. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Such I love Joe He Cole. was like when he emerged at West Ham he was electrifying. Yeah. But then uh, sorry, I'm Rob is itching to go, but I'm just gonna get mine out yeah. of the way. Eric Cantona Kung Fu kicked his way into a nine month ban in yeah. in January nineteen ninety five. Came back, his debut not debut but return, mm-hmm. uh, he got an assist and scored a penalty. 
in that game. I think it was a two-all draw against Liverpool. Right, that's impressive. Uh, and then United went and won the league. Yeah, and he was instrumental and to that. Overturned a twelve-point deficit against Newcastle. Yeah. Obviously, that was when Kevin Keegan Kevin said, "I would love it if we beat them." <laughs> oh yeah, you know, yeah. iconic season ninety-five, ninety-six. Absolutely yeah. one of the best seasons there have, really has was. ever been in the Premier League. And then also when uh, Paolo Di Canio returned to. Uh, management I guess and English football in general as Sunderland manager which started off okay <laughs> in terms of he managed to get them away from relegation but then he proceeded to sell 12 first team like squad <laughs> players including including Mignolet in goal like some big players yeah. he got rid of and obviously in the meantime had then all the fascist stuff had come out like I think David Miliband, who was on the board, left. Like, loads of change happened at Sunderland. And then he subsequently got fired after about five games. <laughs> and it was just a disaster. And I've been looking into what he's been up to since. And he's basically been turned down for every job he's applied for, oh, including Rotherham twice. Oh, he did a great job at Swindon, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, Swindon, yeah. he did well. Because uh, I remember a lot of West Ham fans were like, we, we want to get to Canyon. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say um, he's come back after pushing the ref over. No, because so after that, that, he was great. He was that, brilliant. That was the yeah. best thing ever. But no, that, so I would put that as a worst return. Yeah. Carlo yeah. Di Canio. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Rob? Did um, you? One of my favourites was Maradona at the 94 World Cup because he was banned for 15 months for cocaine. Yeah. yeah. A perfectly normal ban for a footballer to get. And then came <laughs> back. Performance enhancing. Yeah. <laughs> and that celebration. Do you remember that celebration? Yeah, right into the, the camera. camera. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those images are just iconic. And Absolutely. It's awful and ridiculous, but I, I love that. And then he got dope tested. I think they played Nigeria, and he got dope tested after it and had a substance in him, ethanol or something, that apparently his trainer had given him. And then got banned from the World Cup after 15 months ban. And then there's a beautiful quote um, at the end of it when he said, uh, Maradona said, uh, they have retired me from soccer. I don't want another revenge. My soul is broken. Oh, oh wow. The word revenge. Yeah. So why is it revenge? <laughs> <laughs> who was the revenge on? Yeah, who was it on? I mean, yeah, char- I love a big character like that. And he, I mean, it was ridiculous. And England weren't in that tournament, were they? So no. you wanted that kind of entertainment. Yeah. So that, that was one of my favourites for kind of ridiculous pantomime reasons. Nice. I had a, I had a worst of, which right. was uh, our friend Big Lun. Um Alan Shearer, um, the Newcastle and Premier League record goal scorer, player who won yes. uh, player, player of the Year in 94, PFA Player of the Year in 95. He was third in the World Football of the Year in 1996 with 283 league goals, 260 in the Premier League. And then when, when Newcastle were there, <laughs> like in the mire after Joe Kinnear's heart attack, uh, Chris Hewton took over, temporary charge, languishing in 18th in the Premier League um, on the 1st of April. I mean, ironically, in 2009, <laughs> they put the call into Big Lance to take over for yeah. the last eight games of the season. Um, yeah, a popular appointment, like yeah. a, local, a local hero. Guy who's so important. Uh, point Ian Dowie as assistant manager. <laughs> sure, he? sure, he's a Palace fan. You yeah. appreciate that. Um, but he was unable to turn the tide. He presided only his eight games over one win, two draws, and five losses, and they were relegated that season. Nostalgia yeah. is better than logic. It really yeah. is. Yeah, it really is. Isn't it, it was that, when they appointed him. Yeah, it was at that season. point, and then when they were relegated, probably not. Yeah, I'm not a fan of those sentimental appointments based on nothing, based on no managerial experience. Wasn't there one? There was one at Liverpool, wasn't there? And Kenny Dalglish go back there for a second time. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Dalglish went back after after, after Hodgson. After Hodgson. Before Hodgson. Yeah, after, after Hodgson. Hodgson um, midway through the season. He did win the League Cup or FA Cup in that, he got in that sad, period. Though, didn't he? Yeah. He well, sad. no, I think at the end of the season they... Oh, maybe it was after Brendan Rodgers. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It was after a... It was midway through a disastrous run. Sad, and they got, they got him in and he sort of managed to kind of salvage a bit, but yeah. well, not enough and then... Close season, they maybe got Klopp in. Maybe it was when Klopp came maybe in. Maybe it was. I, don't know. I had a I had a best of as well. It's quite it's quite an odd one, but not an odd one. But maybe um, it was when when Beckham was playing for AC Milan and he went back to Old Trafford. Yeah, in Europe, and they were three two down. AC Milan were three two down on Man United, and I, I feel I think he came off the bench. Mm. I don't think he started that game, and uh, <laughs> AC Milan ended up losing seven two. So it was kind of. I remember watching it at the time, and the game was over. I forget mm. what the score was when he came on. Maybe it was something like five two. The reception he got when he came on was unbelievable. That's you know? great. Whatever you think of Beckham, like that that reception for the entire stadium, and you could see him running on the pitch and trying really hard not to to, to cry. Yeah. yeah, he is an emotional yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. in a good way, not yeah. not, not criticism that, of him. That was that was. I thought that was brilliant and. That you know, I'm not a Man United fan, but it was just that was quite a special moment. Mm. And one I have a really maybe I don't know if it's best or weird or a bit sort of best or worst or a bit weird, but um, big fat podgy morbidly obese Frank Lampard as he's known. <laughs> um, I don't know why he ever got that tag. It's fat, I don't know. Fat Frank. It was West Ham fans <laughs> when he was going through his kid. And yeah, it's just stuck forever. Hasn't he's it? ever been fat, hasn't no. he? <laughs> fat Frank um, when he was playing for Man City against the Chelsea. At, at Man City oh, yeah. he scored and that was just really odd really bizarre because he see. scored and I don't like that I'm not going to celebrate but that was probably one of the few occasions where it felt quite apt mm. that he didn't celebrate because mm. he's just so and yeah I know he's West Ham and they hate uh, him at West Ham they hate him and then Chelsea through and through but yeah that's blood that, is blue yeah, yeah, that that just felt like a very well, strange one. On great returns, he's reunited with Ashley Cole, isn't he? Yeah, recently signed to Derby. Yeah, also, and we don't want to talk about that. Yeah, desperate for that to fail, really, aren't we? <laughs> but one, one as well, and Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, we should give an honourable mm, mention to I mean, him. Look, I mean, you say you know nostalgia is better than not better than logic. <laughs> well, well, in this it case, doesn't get more nostalgic than bringing in. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, who is about ruined, to get who nearly record. ruined Cardiff. He's about to get the record for the best ever. Um, Start to any start start to career. managerial career. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I mean, and it's amazing how just a bit of like positive energy can yeah. can reinvigorate, or just not the energy of he sh- who shan't be named. Yeah, it's it's incredible, wasn't it? At that speaking of that person, I think he was on Be in Sports with uh, Richard Keys and Andy Gray right. at the weekend, sort of refusing, like with a, a slew of excuses as to why. His time had been difficult. Oh, and, and how many offers he's had since? Yeah, how yeah. many offers he's had since? I'm sure he's just, taking all the credit for Solskjaer's success. I'm sure he laid the foundations. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. it's yeah. definitely his doing. After slagging off all the players, it's funny. It's funny, isn't it? Like, it, it, I mean, I, I find it very difficult to like Manchester United, but I do kind of like them. Like yeah, yeah, the can. energy around that team and that squad, and just the way they're playing, it's really it's great for the Premier League, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, definitely. So go on, Ollie. Yeah. yeah. Also. We should mention Mo Salah. Terrible oh, yeah. at Chelsea. Yeah. Completely failed. Two goals, I think he scored That's out of his 15 shout. Premier League goals. And, yeah. uh, it was the hair. That's really yeah. short hair. And now... KDB as well. Kevin De Bruyne. Yes. Yeah. Ousted by someone who haven't spoken about so, much. So, yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, funny that, isn't it? Yeah. 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 No, it's a good point. Yeah. Uh, good old Mo. Um, well, I could talk about this forever. 
get in touch on FF Hangover on Twitter. And on Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Right, so have a little dig into the post bag and talk about who's been in touch. Will, yes. has anyone, anyone got in touch with you this week? Well, I've had um, Stoke fan Andy Brewer commenting on last week's uh, Best of Worst of, which was entrance and goal music we yeah. talked about at, at football clubs. He said he can't believe we didn't mention the Stoke entrance music. I mean, why would we? I've never been to see Stoke play. Stoke. No. So, what what is yeah. it? So it's a song, I think, called I'll Be With You. And it, it's, I don't know how it goes, but it is famous for being written by Jackie Trent, who also wrote the Neighbours theme tune. Oh, wow. So, yeah, nothing to do with Stoke on Trent, I thought. Yeah, no, no, no. So Jackie Trent, not, well, I Jackie. don't know if he or she was from Stoke on Trent, but uh, wrote Neighbours <laughs> and I'll Be With You. Be wow, with you. I wonder how uplifting that'll be. Yeah. If it's along the same themes as Neighbours. Exactly. We should listen back. It's some homework, everyone. Yeah. The next how, week. Yeah, it, I always wonder with those entrance music, like how much of it is to motivate the team and how much is it to unsettle the away team? Well, this is why I said about Tottenham having if, if Tottenham have a Star Wars thing. If they had the death, you know, the duh, 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 that'd be so unsettling. You know, yeah, like yeah. you know, like the All Blacks with their pucker. Like, yeah. if you have a really unset, like really horrible, like like when they torture people in Guantanamo, in Guantanamo Bay with like death metal or, yeah. or I they Justin just Bieber, Phil Collins, endlessly. Yeah, like that. That would you know that would really unsettle yeah, someone, it's a good wouldn't idea. it? Yeah, just play some horrible thrash metal. <laughs> yeah, start waterboarding <laughs> the opponent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I had a shout from. Do you remember we talked early on about what well, was my my tenuous theory about football focus? Yeah, um, how if a kind of slightly random player is on football focus, they often play well that weekend. And there's been a few moments throughout the season that's been proved. And Hamish Bailey, friend of the show and Fulham fan, texts me on Saturday morning, going, "There goes your theory," because uh, Callum Chambers. Was, was part of Football Focus with some really odd Harry Potter link that was all a bit <laughs> right. someone yeah. scrabbling around it was in quite the, bizarre in wasn't the, it uh, edit suite Brilliant. thinking right how can we make this interesting and he, he's like there it goes because they were playing Tottenham and you know Hamish himself even said I'm not going to go because we're just going to get thumped and who was man of the match Callum Chambers oh, not the losing surely side. not not man of the match actual man of the match actual man of the match well look man of the match result okay this is from Fulham fans <laughs> right. as voted for by as Callum James for by Fulham fans he got 33.2% of the vote compared to Barbell's 31.5 and Mitrovic rounded off the top three with 11.5% and he is playing in centre midfield and uh, the little bits I saw of it in the highlights he looked like he was playing quite well the theory continues there you yeah, go he yeah, wanted to impress his family friends and Gabby as well <laughs> yeah, Gabby, that's yeah. the motivation I had I had something in from uh, Joe Worrell from the Wirral who uh, <laughs> what that's not real <laughs> no Wirral. no it's Joe Worrell uh, he um, got in touch because I, I don't know if you saw this but Kevin Prince Boateng um, just signed for Barcelona yeah you remember Kevin Prince Boateng he was at Spurs and uh, Portsmouth I think right Premier League like av- averagey kind of player and went on to have sort of middling career and he signed on loan from uh, Sassuolo in Italy where he's had something of a renaissance but he's 32 and it's a weird signing but anyway he was at AC Milan in 2011 when they won the Scudetto and there's there's this video of so his idol is Michael Jackson there's a video of him 
just dancing to the entirety of Billie Jean. But he's got the hat, he's got the gloves, oh, wow. he's got, and he's this, moonwalking. Yeah. Um, we he's should practiced, share it, doesn't but, he? Yeah. But yeah, that got that got sent through from Joe. In Do you think of that Michael Jackson's son Prince was named after Kevin Prince Boateng? Maybe, maybe. maybe or was Kevin Prince Boateng named after Prince Jackson? Or is Kevin Prince Boateng Michael Jackson's son? Probably. That's yeah. probably the most logical. All of the above. Yeah. Although Kevin Prince Boateng is Jerome Boateng of Bayern Munich. You know what? That's a great idea. Tw- they're brothers that play for different countries, which I that's uh, crazy. With. It's bonkers. Yeah, um, they they were in the World Cup together. Yeah. And I don't think they played against each other. Because Xhaka's brother, um, Xhaka plays, Granite Xhaka of Arsenal plays for Switzerland, Switzerland, but his brother plays for... Were they born on a plane and they flew across borders? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think, think, yeah. Twins. That's terrible, isn't it? Yeah, um, doesn't matter. One of the former Yugoslav territories. Okay. Any any other correspondence for anyone? Move well, on. I well, have no. I have. Oh, oh, sorry. I, yeah, our uh, friend in Rob. Australia, Craig Redfern, aka Redders. Uh, his favourite return to football was Cristiano Ronaldo being in the courts to settle his tax <laughs> dodgy <laughs> behaviour. Okay, so it's not sure it was a return to football, but I think. Redders just wanted to rub it in his face. Nice. Thanks for right. us. I had, <laughs> yeah. uh, so I got alerted to this and it is, it's absolutely fantastic. Bobby Shaw sent this and it's from the, it's from the Norwich programme from this weekend, the Norwich Football Club. Uh, so uh, they've got a player called Onel Hernandez. Right. Who mm. joined from Eintracht Braunschweig last oh, I year think I saw this this is great he was interviewed in the programme yeah. and he was asked the question and what about the city of Norwich do you enjoy living here <laughs> and he replied I love the city I like that I live next to the stadium and next to me is a Morrison's which is good so I can buy my food and also I'd never seen an Argos before <laughs> in my life I walked inside and saw the catalogue with things you can order you can order bikes, TVs. We don't have this in Germany. Argos has everything, and I've never seen this in my life before. When I need something, I buy it from Argos. I live in a perfect area. There's H&M, Costa and Boots nearby. It's great. Chapelfield is very cool as well. We have lots of restaurants, and I love this city. Amazing. So good. They have restaurants in Norwich. It's That's so good. I and that. I was actually in Norwich at the weekend Wait, on Saturday, yeah. and I was Argos. looking out for the Argos. He's getting a backhander from Argos. Surely, like, <laughs> no one's. But just someone, has, someone has um, posted a photo of like a fake photo of him walking through Norwich City Centre with two Argos bags as well. Yeah. And seen it on and you know what? That is that, <laughs> is, that is a story of a man who works on a Saturday because he did not go into that Argos on a Saturday and have to queue up for three yeah. hours and waiting. Collection point A behind twelve other people. Yeah, he's he's gone in on Wednesday morning when no one's in there. Absolutely. My recommendation to whoever runs and owns Argos would be go to Germany. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, when Brexit happens, just go to Germany. Sorting. Just move everything to Germany. Like if he's that impressed with that, if Onel Hernandez is impressed. Yeah. Imagine what the rest of Germany's huge. And there's go your ambassador, the, yeah. Yeah, it goes to the former communist and side of Berlin. Loads of warehouses. Incredibly efficient in Germany, and the Argos system is very efficient. You know, catalogue yeah. to delivery number. It's all very well organised. So I think it's actually perfect for the German I, market. I, I bought a kettle from Argos this week, so you know. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah. look, buy shares so in Argos, basically. Mister Ar- Argos, oh, business tips. <laughs> yeah. John Argos. Get in touch, and uh, I want at least five percent of the market 
Yeah, I know Hernandez is going to get 10% because he's, he's obviously on that market. I'd, I'd like a free catalogue. Yeah, <laughs> so, perfect. <laughs> so, yeah. Easily pleased. Argos. Brilliant. So that probably wraps up correspondence. Yes. Mm. So um, moving forward, we should have a little think. Well, actually, we need to recap on uh, toddler captain tips. Oh, yeah, we've got, Wait, we've, got, yeah. we've got a special moment Children. this week, haven't we? Yeah. Children so, and uh, our new friends of the show from last week. Have given us a special gift, not a child. Will, you, you <laughs> delivered this gift. So this is the world's premiere of a brand new song by... Jingle, maybe? <laughs> Let's call it a song. By, yeah, it a song. by the Boxer top. Rebellion. We want it to chart. Hitmakers, the Boxer Rebellion, whose songs have featured on uh, films, TV programmes, all sorts. So fans include Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the original version. We love you, Clarissa. And we love them all. They have made us a exclusive song for toddler, Cap- toddler Captain Tips, and this is it. For my captain this week, yeah, yeah, I choose? Yeah, for my captain this week, yeah, yeah, I choose? so much for that uh, that was Adam Adam from the Box and Rebellion made that, that is and that is a, a lovely sample of Piers's daughter Amber who chose for us last week so where were we at Rob we were we were at 7-5 seven, 7-5 five. Seven, five to the adults yeah and then Elizabeth chose Sterling over Salah for the week gone I believe for week 23 or oh, something yeah, yeah. previous week before Box and Rebellion or 22 yeah. and then last week so that made it Eight six. eight six to the adults, yeah. Or eight. No, we were seven five, so it made it eight five. <laughs> yeah. And then and now Amber. Amber won for the kids, so we're at eight, eight six. six. We're at eight six. God, God it's, it's complicated. Finally poised, isn't it? It's yeah. really finally poised. Well balanced. Um it? so who have we got this week? We have Rob. got um old friend, by old friend I mean he used to be a friend, he's not anymore, Richard Skidmore. His son, four year old Vincent. Uh yes. Um Richard, been on it before. Yeah, been on before, come back for more. He is Richard is a big Liverpool fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't talk about Richard. Glory, that's glory okay. supporter. Um, and he offered his son a choice between two players. And let's see how he got on. So for game week uh, twenty four, which one is Chelsea? Um, yeah, we'll get to that. I think the game's already been given away. Uh, so we have Bournemouth versus Chelsea, Hazard, Hazard, or Liverpool versus Leicester. So who should be star man? Hazard or Salah? Chelsea. Hazard. Are you sure you don't want to pick Liverpool? No. Your dad's football team. Chelsea. Adoption. Chelsea. Adoption. Okay. Conclusive proof. There we go. Chelsea. Yes, wow. <laughs> Which one's Chelsea? <laughs> yeah. Determined to upset his dad. Oh, and as I know, may he never Skidmore, grow I know how annoyed he'll be about yeah. that. So that's wow. fantastic. Well done, Vincent. 
Yeah, so Vincent is up for adoption at all good adoption <laughs> shops from now on. Yeah. I mean, if he gets this right, he'll be more saleable as well. Yeah, is. this is true. Yeah, uh, he well can predict, predict a star man. Yeah, a star man. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, good lad, Vincent. Well done. So we'll wow. see how he gets on. Yeah, absolutely. Week. I mean, uh, yeah. God. Good for them, eh? Yeah. yeah. Rich, um, I'm itching to know about the Sari answer. I've ah, I was just this. moving into this. So, okay, do you want to hazard a guess or... Mm. Is it hazard? It's oh. Definitely not hazard. Uh, so, goals, just a yeah. reminder, 50 goals, goals to minutes. Mohamed Salah is second, 5,374 minutes. Yeah. To reach I'm, 50. Who's number one? I'm going to go... I, I'm, I'm going to stick with Andy Cole. I'm going I'm to go for the wonder kid, Wayne Rooney. You're both wrong, gentlemen. Ah. Both wrong. I'm leaving. But there's only one alternative from your conversation earlier. A-L, Super Al, Super Alan Shearer. Super Alan Shearer is the really? fastest in uh, goals to minutes. He took 5,337 minutes to hit 50 goals for Newcastle. Well, 50 goals in the Premier League. Okay. I can't even fathom so, that amount. Like 5,375 minutes I, I'm along that yeah, is too complicated The math is too tough, isn't yeah. it? Sounds good. Games. Sure, it's good. So, what about eleven games is a thousand minutes? I don't know. Whatever. That's, yeah. that's good. I know that it took him something around sixty odd games to do yeah. it. But that sounds about that's right. Full games, so whatever. Yeah. Pass off. So yeah. three, four, five. Any, any, any oh, ideas? Okay. Who else is in there? Why well, I said Ruben Nistelrooy? Is he in there? He certainly is. Yeah. yeah. He's number four. Five thousand six hundred minutes. Um. Who else? Would, um. Oh, someone like Sheringham. No. Not Premier no, League. No, no. Is Terry Henry in there? No, I was surprised uh, by that. Well, he, he took wasn't... so long. He took ages to had, get his first yeah, goals, didn't he? He took him eight games, I think, to get um, for Mark. So he was a winger. Did Suarez get 50 goals? Uh, maybe, but, he did, not but not in that this quickly, kind of time. Because, again, okay. he took his time to start, and then he had that one season. Um, not even Chris, Chrissy Ronaldo. Uh, I give up. Do you want me to reveal yeah. it? Yeah. I'm okay, so, and number three was Fernando Torres. Yeah, it's five thousand four hundred eighty-three minutes. Yeah, you forget he was actually good at one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's so besmirched by the Chelsea ending to yeah. his career. Good word, besmirched. Number five was uh, Sergio Aguero. Um, ah, Aguero. Five thousand seven hundred and ten minutes. Oh, so go yeah, on, Sergio. Yeah, that was top five. <laughs> Slightly off the radar at the moment, isn't he? Not his fault. <laughs> Not his fault. Yeah, he's, he's back in my team. So is he? I brought him back. I brought him back. So this is the perfect way to look forward to the next game. With I used my K money to get Rashford and Aguero in. That's risky, Will. Aguero Why? is so. Oh, it's not. It's I, not. I, I've been so burnt by him so many years. No. I, mean, I can't ever keep him. You've made your transfer already. No, no, this was my when I took my eight point hit. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch my team. You know how I play. Yeah. I like to yeah. play yeah, mental don't make me. any changes, <laughs> then make loads. Don't make any changes, <laughs> then make loads. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, did you see the guy who played his free hit uh, no. in this week game week? I, what was his name? His name was Shay Donnelly. The official FPL tweeted this out. Yeah. Wow. Played his free hit. 
I mean, you've got to look at the team. It's absolutely Tough. appalling. He got, Three hits when got, you can just, just change your team for one week only yeah. and it goes back to your old team. He got 14 points. Oh, oh crikey. <laughs> That's horrible. Average of one and one that's point. a lot. In did January. Not play. Well. Like, in January, that's going to take yeah. over the edge. And, and uh, pre- really his tough, previous man. two weeks, he'd got 115 points combined. So, like, he's done bad. badly yeah, in the previous two weeks. Average, so, yeah. terrible. What was he thinking? Or Shay Donnelly. Yeah, right. Rob, you got any thoughts on your team for the weekend? Uh, yeah, any I'm going to follow uh, six in 60 from these three great guys. There's one in particular called Rob Clark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking Lindelof at the bat for Man United because I, I might get rid of Alonso to free up money. I took yeah. a four-point hit last week, so I might just do one transfer to avoid any hits. I haven't looked back since ditching Alonso. Yeah, and I, he's just, he's just, I love his hair. So much money. He's just annoying me, so do you I know might what? do that. He could have yeah. been one for great Premier League returns, couldn't he? Oh yeah, oh, he was at Bolton, Bolton yeah. under Sam Allardyce. Yeah. Yeah. Still, that blows my mind that he played at Bolton. Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. isn't it? What are you thinking, Rich? Have you got plans? I... Yeah, I think I might call time on uh, Felipe Anderson. Um, He's been, yeah, disaster. They've got Wolves away, haven't they? Yeah, so I want to try and find a way to bring in uh, Leroy Sane, who you tips will. Um, So following that advice, and I may sacrifice Bilva. um, I'm sticking with Bilva. And then I need a cheap midfielder to to free out the funds. So I'm thinking maybe Ward Prowse or Redmond, because Southampton have got good fixtures. What about um, about Jota? Jota. Yeah, or uh, 5.9, isn't he? I think I need to save a bit more than that potentially. Right. There's a guy at Tottenham called Lemon. 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 I can never sign those terrible, terrible Lily Whites. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Piers did tip uh, Jason Punchin, which last week, which would free up a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still down with that. Obviously. Oh, on Huddersfield though, actually, yeah, I mean, I'm, new manager. Did you, did you see this? They got the new manager. Jan Sievort. Yeah. Um, and he was thought to be in the crowd at oh, the end of the weekend. So funny. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it picks oh, it out. I was watching it live and they were so confused that was brilliant. by it all. That moment's was brilliant. brilliant. I'm not sure about the thing they did for their socials. It's like, you're fucking bottom of the Premier League. Why are you dicking about? Going, oh, let's do a funny joke video. So, yeah, if no one if no one saw this, this was basically during the Huddersfield-Man City game, the uh, Sky Sports pundit or uh, someone yeah, thought they saw the new manager, you said his name earlier. Jan Sievort. That's the one in the crowd, and they went up, up to him and approached him. And there's footage of him. There's not you can't hear the audio, no. but he, the guy approaches him with a microphone. He's like, "Are you bloody blah?" And the guy's like, "No, oh, I'm I'm Martin from Wakefield." Yeah, Martin from Wakefield, <laughs> like a child, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, here's Sorry, my address. Martin from Wakefield. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> promise. And so, I mean, and hilarity ensued. Very funny. And then for the Huddersfield announcement video, which obviously everyone has to make an announcement video when they, they do, do anything. For him yeah. um, becoming the, uh, the Huddersfield that. manager, he said, I'm not Martin from Wakefield, I'm... I'm Jan Sivot. There we go. Very good. Yeah. It was funny, but... It, it's a, Yeah, as you say, they're bottom of the league. Yeah. 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 better things to be getting on with. I mean, they're basically just set up for next season now. They don't care. They're, yeah. they're relegated, so... And before we wrap, we should warn listeners... Sorry, knocking on near the mic. Come in. Um, that We have been drinking beer during this episode yeah. so here yeah. is our beer of the week beer of the week well suitably it is a German beer from And Union it is the Easy Pale Ale 5.5% it's a balanced and gently spiced easy like Sunday morning pale ale Delicious, that is our beer of the can. week. Yeah, really good. enjoyable. The yeah, vo- the votes are in. 
So yeah. So that pretty much brings us to a close for for episode twenty one. Um, enjoy your keys to the city of Fantasy Football League, and thank you everyone for listening. Yes. Farewell. See you next week. podcast so he doesn't get cross